Once again, doing this just on a whim, completely unprepared. I wanted to. I wanted we have less of an idea. I wanted to use the what, what we're to do, talk. baby thing when we when we came in, but I might be date. We, we might be dating ourselves if we do that. <clears throat> yeah, that meme is that meme has been. I mean, by the time this by the time this episode goes up, which will probably be within the next four to six months. <laughs> At that Maybe. time, at the time of listening, it will be it'll old be a news. dead thing. It'll be a dead meme. It'll it's been dead. I I remember a lot of people using it on Twitter, and I thought it was so funny, and I still laugh if I see somebody use it. I haven't seen it until like recent. But now I I now I like it when people just use it in the text of their. Um, I'm just laughing, just thinking. About just thinking about it. yo, what like, do baby. I, it's, that's I love. I love, I love Twitter memes. I've actually just recently rediscovered my love for Twitter because I just re-downloaded the app. I haven't had Twitter downloaded on my phone for like a year. Oh, and, and, um, if I was gone from Twitter that long, I would never return though. I mean, I, I would feel, I would feel like I've missed out on so much. I mean, I was never really gone. It just was oh, like wow. I, I was freeing myself from the, from from the bondage. Of Twitter notifications, but you were still on Instagram. That's just Instagram, as addicting. Which you know, <clears throat> Instagram is a little bit harder to let go for me. But when it comes to Twitter, I don't know what it was. But now you know, going back on a more regular basis, I realize that Twitter is a much um, less uh, stressful so place for funny. place for me to be. I don't know what it is about it, but it's a lot less stressful. I- I mean, it is also a place of chaos because people are angry every three minutes about something. But if you can just follow the right kind of people and get just a lot of a lot of giggles, oh boy! Those crickets are so loud. Are we have to start over? No, you're good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Maybe there's just like been a shift in my own perspective, but I, I don't know. There's something about Twitter that feels comforting. It feels like you know, life is this stage that where on everyone is trying to like pretend that they have everything together, and then Twitter is a place where everyone sh- like shares with the entire world that they're actually falling apart and having yeah, a breakdown. that's true. And, and it's so it's everyone so sh- is incredibly miserable on Twitter. Thing is, they're miserable. They're, they're miserable. They're really funny. There's so many funny people, but there's also a lot of people who want to correct everyone. And like, I feel I just want people to be funny on Twitter. I don't want them to give their opinions about stuff or comment their opinions. Like, if there'll be a picture someone shared, just a cash picture of them like walking their dog or doing some mom type thing or whatever people do in their casual daily lives. And someone's like, that's not how you're supposed to put a leash on your dog. Do you know that you're doing it? Like all that. And it's just like, listen, nothing you say to this stranger is going to make them change the habits of their life. Because I guarantee you, if you said it, at least 50 other people have said it to them. Yeah, I, I mean... Just let people live, man. It's funny because, like, I found myself feeling... You know when, when you know when you're really upset and, like, someone makes you laugh and it almost makes you angry? I had that reaction the other day to Twitter. I was like, I, I, I'm not in the mood to laugh right now. I should be suffering. <laughs> I'm in a mood of suffering and I should only be in that mood of suffering. Yep. Why, why, am, I, why am I laughing? Because, no. you know what? The only true freedom we have from the depths of our misery is laughter i guess this laughter is, is the best it is the best it is, it is best. so healing and everyone should do it a hundred times a day but um it also like 
that's the place where I know, like that's where that's where I get my sort of information download. Oh, that's like, true. News, news and stuff. Feed Why are we situation. talking about Twitter? I don't know. But Let's move on. You know what, Janelle? I've wanted to talk about Twitter <laughs> since the beginning of this. this Twitter's podcast. great, um, but it's also not great. Just like most things, use it sparingly. <laughs> you know what you haven't been using sparingly thing? lately? What? I don't know where this is going. <laughs> Janelle has um. Well, okay, a little bit of background. I am not a TV person. As as loyal listeners of this sporadic podcast would know. Have I I don't know if I've if I've gone into this, but um You don't like watching TV. For the sake of those or who, anything. who who uh, do not wish to go back into the depths of our podcast history. <laughs> um I am I I didn't grow up with cable television in the house and so i never really became accustomed to having like regular programming and like something to look forward to coming up on at this time or whatever to like watch yep um but since janelle moved to california uh i don't know what what she's doing <laughs> but i don't know myself anymore um i've been watching um, i've introduced christian to the beautiful world of reality TV. Specifically, we have been binging. And I can't I don't know if I would call it binging because I feel like we should have been done with it by now if we were really hardcore about binging. Right. But unfortunately, Christian had to take an accounting trip. Yeah. And he was gone for like a week and a half right. and I was forbidden from <laughs> consuming didn't. my now favorite television show, which is Love Island. It, Love Island, and it's funny because it's like fantastic program. At first, we started out. I mean, I know that you're still on track with the American version, but I'm behind partic- on that. Particularly, the UK version. <laughs> yes, specifically um, the UK version, which is superior to the American version. We've been watching the most recent season, which I believe is season five. Yes, I think um, so. And. It it really it really feels that we know these contestants personally. They on are a my friend friends. Ship level, and I at one point I used to say that if this podcast was ever like a big deal, mm-hmm. which I hope it never is, but if it ever was, I would want to meet the people from Good Christian Fun. I'd like to strike that from the record. <laughs> wow, we love I would Good now Fun. like to meet all of the contestants. For season five of Love Island UK, can you imagine that? Oh well, okay. Let me not say all. That would be a, that would be a microphone situation. I want to meet all to figure out. <laughs> I wouldn't want to meet all the men because they all seem like a lot of fun. They seem like fun dudes. I I have to say that I don't. I don't think Amber. I would want to meet Amber. Wow, I love her. She's great. She's great. She's a real. She's, she's a real boss. She's bitch. definitely my favorite. She's she keeps it real with people. No, your favorite was Joanna, but she was she was but she had she left out. the building. Yeah, they, and they kicked um, her right on. You out. know, well, we're giving away spoilers. Okay, spoilers for Love Island of the nobody who watches it oh, that boy. listens to this. There's no crossover. Well, you never know. See, the thing is, is that when we achieve podcast fame, <laughs> we, we don't want to be messing up things for people. Well, we are. It's too late, guys. Listen. <laughs> We're sorry. For Even that. though we've already spoiled it, please, if you have any free time at all, go watch Love Island UK. It's so entertaining. I don't know what it is about watching like average to I would say that everyone there is on a scale between like a five and a like a seven point five eight. Right. Um, they're not crazy attractive, but they're attra- they're attractive enough for television, obviously. Right. And just Watching them fumble through relationships and like what they claim to be love, which I do not believe you can fall in love with someone in four weeks. That just seems impossible. But look at them doing it. They are truly out here. I love that show. And we are out here consuming it. It's so hot in here that I'm forgetting how to talk. Oh, we're, we're, we're it feels like we're in on. a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> well, but anyway, yeah point is that you gotta you gotta sit with a fan blowing on you at all times if you're inside yeah but this is not always like this 
this is it's just that it's getting it, it got particularly warm the past couple of days. If we seem a little bit um if we seem a little <laughs> bit, you know, out of sorts, it's just it's because, because we are we are actually dying of heat strokes as yeah. as You as might as get to hear you might get to hear this might be a special episode where you get to hear someone die. Right. This might be the end for one of us. Or but both I, of who us. would upload this? Um if we both died, who's gonna edit this and put it up on the internet? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Your mom's not going to do it. Your dad, I don't know if he knows this podcast exists. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jonathan certainly brother. doesn't know this exists. I've never seen Jonathan even use a computer. <laughs> wow. So we're running out of options for people who are going to like preserve our legacy. Yeah. Well, basically, it's very warm in here. And also, as if you can't tell <clears throat> uh, by this point, we are doing sort of a free form podcast. That's what we always do. We never, no, 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 never no. prepare. No, no, no. Usually, we have a topic in mind, and we, and we barely, and we like kind of follow that. I mean, this time um, around, the differences is that we five minutes before we didn't come up with a topic, which is almost always how it goes. This time, we're feeling. I mean, we we have we have achieved a certain caliber with this with this podcast. Okay, now you're being ridiculous. And we we are. You know, we're just going we have, with the we flow. Are, we, we are caliberless. We we are we're we're skilled. We're skilled podcast podcasters. You want to know a fun fact? Um, I've learned. Hold on, hold on. Before before oh. before you before you continue, okay. you, there was a there was a train of thought that you were on that was derailed. Me? Yeah, and you were talking about when you say goodbye to people in summer. Oh no no! I was just gonna say that. Um, as I see the show winding down, I get that feeling, that nostalgia feeling that mm-hmm. you get when you're ba- when you know that like something fun is coming to an end. Right, right. And you get kind of like feel like, oh man, that's how that's how I feel. I mean, because it's such a good show. It's wild because it, it has a rooted uh, other programming I've, for us. I honestly do not watch anything else except for four weddings and a funeral, which is another show that's on Hulu. That is also great if you're interested in um, rom com ish type of quirky fun humor or I don't know I don't know how to describe things but it's really good. The only show I've watched besides Love Island is that show. I did watch a couple episodes of Catfish. It's so wild that people are still being catfished. If you are talking to somebody, first of all, people are talking to people out here for two, three years, six years, seven years. If in two years you've never seen someone's face, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm debating whether or not I should share a story. In my you life. should not. You should not. Maybe maybe I shouldn't. I mean, I don't know how much this will. It doesn't really expose me, but it basically. I mean, there's nothing to expose in this situation. <laughs> Except that you catfished someone when <laughs> you were a that, child. <laughs> no. I mean, when I was 12 years old, I like met a girl on a game. And I want. I feel like all everybody between the age of like twenty two ish and like my age and maybe a little older, yeah, have a similar story. Do you have a story? <clears throat> of course. Did you meet someone online? I'm not really? going to share it. I. I mean, I didn't even know this. I'm not going to share it on this here platform. Wow. We will have to <laughs> put a pin in that because I, I'm curious about that. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, it's, 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 it's truly wild. Uh, it's, it's truly wild. How's she doing now? The girl that you catfished as a 12 year old. Well, I don't, I feel like it, it, it wasn't really, I mean, it was a catfish situation. It wasn't a catfish situation. Didn't you like make up a bunch of stories? Though? I made up a bunch of stories out of, um, out of just out of sheer insecurity. And the desperation to connect. And the desperation to connect with other human beings. <laughs> But, um, you know, in the end, you know, everything worked out just fine. She ended up leaving me. Oh, wow. And doing the right thing, really. (laughs) No. You know, it's just a funny, it's a funny, it's a funny thing to look back upon now. Because I was a very melodramatic, melodramatic child. I don't know if I was melodramatic. I was just dramatic, to say I remember in my chat room days, I was extremely dramatic. Extremely. I had multiple internet boyfriends oh wow because back in the day 
all you all you had to do is have a conversation, and I would hesitate to call it a conversation, with somebody who claimed to be a male or claimed to be a female for five minutes, and they're like, "Do you want to be my girlfriend?" And you're like, "I mean, of course I do. I right. love you." Right. It, it feels it feels like it feels like like the purest form of like humans without inhibitions it is and it's like what it's really i feel like deep inside a lot of people that's like still the way people want to go about things but it's like we're like well we can't we can't do that we can't yeah you have there's a lot more we have to build a relationship uh, around this but this is how i mean i've given up just a quick announcement i've given up on online dating uh i know i know but (laughs) i'm just tired of it and my last interaction with a male on an online dating app made me realize this is futile. Let me please just die in peace alone. <laughs> because I kept giving him, he claimed, one word answers. But like, we weren't having a conversation. First of all, I'm not having a full on conversation with you through this application. Right. Um. And then I made the mistake of giving him my number, which I've been told I should not do, but I did it anyway. Yeah. And then he was like, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm tired of these one word answers. I hope you're more interesting in person. And I was like, I'm not, I don't need to entertain you. I don't, what is, what is this game that we are playing? This ties back into our discussion about Love Island because not giving away too much of the show, but like, I think it's fair Wait, but you know what he said to me? He was like. Send me a picture. That's out of nowhere, just like a blanket statement, like a demand or a demand, whatever you want to call. People it. still send pictures. Yeah, and I was like, like why? Selfies? Why am I? Why do I need to send you a picture? You know what I look like. And he was like, for my contacts in my phone. Sure. And, and I was like, no, you don't need to save my number. And he was like, well, also for my viewing pleasure, because you're beautiful. And I was like, mm. no. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you know, it, I think we we talked Delete about your this. apps, ladies. It's not worth it. We've talked about this Stay briefly, along. but I think that there's like this there's this weird dynamic that I feel like I feel like in a perfect world, online dating is probably the way to go because you're able to literally filter out the people. In theory, you should be able to filter out the pe- things, the exact things and traits that you want in a person. You would and think. sort of and sort of narrow down the vast array of human beings that you come into contact with that could possibly or possibly not be a, like a like a, a lifelong partner match for you. Yeah. But I feel like there's this weird thing about like online dating where there's an assumption from the onset of like a a, a friendship or a relationship or any conversation that it's like oh we're we're going to make this into a thing. Like I'm, I'm invested in this conversation because I'm trying to build upon this yeah. a relationship. The, pre, the assumption from the beginning, yeah. oh, we're about to get into something. Right. That's what I feel like kind of ruins it. I remember. Because no one's trying to have like, it, everything turns into, at least when I realize, like when I try to communicate with guys on there. Everything turns into a, oh, I like that. Oh, I like how you said that. Oh, I like how you... And it's just like, I'm not saying or doing things to be perceived as cute or perceived as like, oh, you're independent. Oh, you're feisty. I like... I'm like trying to just have a conversation. I'm not trying to come off as anything. Right. And then it turns into like, oh, you're trying to impress me somehow or do a thing. Right. It's like, no, I'm just trying to talk. Well, also, you have to remember the title yes, of this please podcast. Tell me. Oh, right, of course. <laughs> we are both overthinkers. I think it's yeah. fair to say that. And um, but I feel like that definitely probably lays or, or, or layers on an extra sort of difficulty to the whole situation because probably I know if like for me and my just normal interactions with people, I'm constantly analyzing them like more than I probably should. And, yeah. and, and like analyzing sort of like what I feel like, can we be friends? Do you, am I annoying you? Am I not annoying you? Or like what's going on? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm constantly thinking about all that stuff. And also just, it's very diff- it tends to be very difficult for me to like really become deep friends with a person because I tend to overthink. I just, I just need to point out one more time that it is literally feels like the 
pits of hell in here. <laughs> it is so hot. It's, it's warm. probably not helping that I'm wearing a sweater. Yeah, the, this is your trademark. It is. I, the first thing I want to do when I get back into the house is put a hoodie on. Despite the fact that the weather is telling me, literally, you need to be taking clothes off, not putting extra clothes on. But, like, my comfort, base comfort level is, like, hood E. So we had a we had a high of about 96 degrees today. Um, where you work, it probably was, like, 104. Yeah, yeah. And um, Janelle stays true to her brand as a hoodie wearing. It's not wearing. that. Okay, first of all. Don't mislead the people. <laughs> I <laughs> I would never do that. The only reason I was wearing a jacket today was because <laughs> <laughs> was because I don't have t-shirt. I okay. My wardrobe choices, I need obviously yes, I agree I need to update them because I need to move past the insecurities that I have in my mind where I fixate on the parts of my body that I think are disgusting when in reality they're just normal parts that look like everyone else's parts and they're not it's not that serious. This is true. And so I need to move past that. I'm trying so hard. Do, does anyone else out there have a self-loathing that is so heavy it feels like a physical like a hundred phone books are sitting upon your chest. Cause some days I, I feel that way and I have to actively avoid reflective surfaces because if I look, it will instantly put me into a depression. <laughs> wow. If I look at myself, Janelle. So I have to avoid reflective surfaces. I have to like put my arms out of the way so I don't accidentally look at them. <laughs> wow. Cause I'll be like, ugh, I'll be disgusted. And I definitely cannot like, stand in a reflective surface next to someone else because then i'm instantly like oh my i'm like alarmed like oh my gosh i am i'm taking up the planet the earth should be knocked off its axis from the weight of me wow it's not normal thoughts because it's not true right but it's just and i I, and i'm here to dismantle these thoughts i'm trying to I just have to keep telling myself it's not true. It's not true. As I'm saying, I'm I'm thinking it and and looking in a mirror or looking wherever and thinking it. I have to. I just have to like counteract those thoughts with a fact, which is that it's not true. But it's I mean, very difficult. I understand because like I had an experience uh, in recent weeks where I was wearing some shorts. And these, and I, I do not wear shorts. This is against my personal code. <laughs> I will wear jeans. You're incredibly no anti shorts. If it is 198 degrees outside, <laughs> I will wear jeans. I do not care. Um, but uh, there was a beach situation that happened. And I knew that, like, I, I was offered, like, another pair of, of shorts. Like, they're, like, kind of swim trunks. They were like, I mean, in the world of swim, swim trunks, they were nice. Like, they're not trunks, though. I think yeah. the days of trunks are, are, are gone. The, like, oversized? Yeah. Thing? Like, the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, these were stylish LA boy oh, uh, things. Accountants be swimming. Yeah, we really do. We really do. We love a good ocean vibe. Um, and it was, the, first of all, these were the shortest shorts that I have ever worn. <laughs> weren't even that short um and i've like i walked outside and i was like oh my thighs <laughs> are touching the outside air for the first time and i don't know how to feel about this it was actually the thing is is that like if i turned off my brain it was a very like physically liberating experience because right? i was like wow this is so comfortable right because it is literally 350 degrees outside and I, but and i don't have like jeans on which is a beautiful feeling yeah <laughs> but the mental like we we I ended up walking into a target and i felt that like I need, everybody I needed, was staring at your legs yeah i was like i need to get out of here as soon as possible because <laughs> i am in the nude in this target and um i mean honestly my friends were telling me like oh you look good in them and everything and and, and like i i get it i i know that People are not looking at me like I'm weird, but I think just because I'm not used to being 
in that sort of wardrobe situation. Exactly. That it's just uncomfortable Exactly. To me. So then you understand what I'm saying. You act like you think I'm crazy when I say the things I say about, like, not liking to wear t-shirts. Because <clears throat> it's been, I would, I would say maybe I can count on one hand the amount of times I've worn a tank top type thing in public. And at first, it... <laughs> It literally feels like my arms are flapping and hitting people in the face because I'm so (laughs) (laughs) I'm so alarmed. I'm like, oh my god! Everyone can see every disgusting blob on my body, and then I stop thinking about that. I stop thinking that way, and I'm like, actually, this feels really great. Exactly. Like the just the fresh, cool air, like just caressing my arms, and I'm like. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is what people who are free feel like. Yeah. Or I'll like wear a t-shirt in public the rare time I reveal my arms in public. And it's just a t-shirt. And I'm like, oh, this is what people feel like when they just don't care. But then I'll like reach for something and I get a glimpse of my own arm in the t-shirt. And I'm back to like level zero, which is like, how dare you well, see, expose? Now that I've broken the barrier. Of We're basically walking around with no pants on. <laughs> I now I'm realizing it, it was. I mean, it wasn't actually like that, but it was. It was. It felt like that for me. Um, I was like, wow, like this is. I guess. I mean, I, by the end of the day, I was kind of used. To, we ended up walking into another, like a, a mall. I felt a little bit uncomfortable, but I was like, I I would probably I might do this again. If we have another right? heat wave where lives are literally threatened <laughs> by the sun bearing down. You might reveal your thighs to the public. I might again. I might mess around and cop some shorts. <laughs> because now that I've like broken that barrier, I'm like, okay, like, you know, I know. I have to know that people do not care. As much as I'm uh, in my insecurities are like, let me not let my insecurities make me suffer. Right. And that is But what... I let my insecurities make me suffer on a 24/7 basis because for some reason I I I look around and I see people who truly and if we're being 100% honest have no business. In my perception of society, they have no business. But in the reality of the situation, anybody can wear anything they want. It doesn't matter. Right. We are all just wobbling bags of muscle and flesh and bone like doing nothing we're just walking around covered in fabric it doesn't matter what we look like in the fabric right but for some reason i don't know where it came from but i feel like i somehow should look a certain way before i reveal my atoms to the world and it's like it doesn't matter yeah i think i tell my i understand that it doesn't matter but the physical part of actually like Putting on that outfit is I cannot get there. So, you know, it's a journey. Who knows if I'll ever get there. I might be 70 years old before I'm comfortable. And by then I'll have like spider veins and my skin will be falling off. So it won't matter. Oh my God. Wow, 70? I don't think people's skin falls off at 70. Um, I, I think that insecurities really weigh us down. They do. And we we must We must move past it. We were supposed to bring our Bible today to Ocean. We did. It's the the Book of Calm. But it is called the Book of Calm, which is a book I purchased for Christian's birthday because he needs to chill out. (laughs) Um, I don't know where it is. I'm pretty sure he has it's holding up some rickety piece of furniture somewhere. (laughs) God. In his room. No, it's actually on the shelf right there. Oh, it is! Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I'm shocked. I'm always shocked when people don't throw away the things that I purchased them. <laughs> wow. You know what my dad did with I? Okay, so I was in high school and I made this wooden box. Um, I worked really hard on it. I don't know nothing about building nothing, but I made a box with a hinge and everything, and I gave him the box as a gift. And a couple years later. I found the box under his bed. He was he was using it to prop up his broken bed. And I never gave him another gift after that. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I guess people 
I guess people can do whatever they want with a gift you've given them. It's, I mean, it's theirs, right? But what's an appropriate way to use someone's gift? I mean, I mean, once you once I relinquish it into your custody, you can use it however you however, want. Yeah. But it seems like there's a respectful way to use someone's gift, right? And then there's a a way that shows like this gift is of little to no importance <laughs> to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I feel. Um, I don't know. I I I'm very people giving gifts to me like almost stresses me out because I I always want to. I think I've told you this before. Maybe not. Maybe a really long time ago. But like when people give me gifts. I feel that I'm not able to fully convey how thankful I really am. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I am like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm so anxious. I almost wish you didn't give me a gift. <laughs> because you don't realize, like, every, anything that anybody gives me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like. Because one thing I woke up that morning not having that I do have now. And exactly, also you that's went out of I your feel. way to give this, to, to get it, to retrieve it, and get, give it to <laughs> you me. You thought of me. Right. In a moment, in a singular moment, my, I was the only person on your mind. Right. Specifically so that you could get up and go somewhere right. to get me something. So I I truly do not care what people get me. If you got me anything, I'm like shocked right. and so thankful. Right. It doesn't matter if it's something you know that I don't like. Right. Which, if you're my friend, it's unlikely that anyone would do that. Right. But that anyone thought of me. But I'm not good at, like, I'm not good at communicating genuine emotions. I think people always think I'm being sarcastic. So when I say, like, oh, my God, thank you, I think most of the time people think I'm, because as apparently I am, and you have pointed out that I'm particular. Mm. But the thing is, I don't, I'm not particular about people getting me things or people being thoughtful. I'm just particular about outside things like right. food and entertainment or whatever. I, I don't know. Like I want people to know because people get insecure as to whether or not they like have gotten the right thing or whatever. And I'm just like, no, anything that you give me, I'm going to really appreciate. But it's like. I can get why people would think that though from you. I, but no, but that's it's on a genuine level. I mean, I know that, but. I can understand. I, I don't know I why. No, like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Well, I told you this before. Your intent is irrelevant. How? <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't roll your eyes at me. The way that someone perceives your words—that's what matters. And that is the problem. No, it's not the problem. Because I will say. Thank you so much. And they'll be like, I hope you like it. I'm like, no, please don't feel that. Don't don't hope that I like it. Just no, please. But I mean, after you've communicated that, then then it's off of you because then it's like, well, that person can believe your words or not. If they know you well enough, they'll know it's f- that obviously you mean no malice towards them and you're genuinely thankful. Right. And if they don't want to take it that way, that's really on them. Right. But... Once you've communicated that, then it's kind of like, well, he said, what, what else do you want? You, have to, you should just like cut your wrist and bleed <laughs> <laughs> and just like sacrifice yourself. Like, I truly have never gotten a better gift. <laughs> oh I'm my bleeding goodness. with gratitude, literally bleeding. Yeah, it's, um... Please take me to the hospital. I'm so thankful. It's it's truly like, I I I feel very grateful when anybody gets me anything. I'm just like, please, if if you don't even have to give me anything because and that and that would be a gift in and of itself. I don't like not getting people gifts. Well, first of all, I'm not good at giving people gifts. I feel that I am a terrible gift giver, but that might not be true. I think what it is is that I'm extremely critical of myself with how I decide to give people gifts because I try very hard. To be thoughtful. I don't want to give someone something because it's like, okay, I know you like cups and you collect cups, so I'm going to get you a cup. Like, I wouldn't do that because I already know you have all the cups you need. 
Or if you want this thing, you can go get it yourself. I want to get someone something that they wouldn't think to get for themselves mm. or something that's specific to like a conversation we had right. or a joke we have or something that's like unique. And that is extremely hard and yeah. takes a lot of mental work. Yes. And then I'm just like, you know what? Can I just get you a gift card? Because, like, I exhaust myself with trying to be the perfect gift giver, which is why I bail out on giving people gifts so much. Because I'm, like, I'm exhausting myself by trying to be a perfectionist, and therefore I quit. It's a wild situation because, like, I I tend to just, I, I tend to, I don't know. Well, in, in recent times, I've just been like, all right, well, I'm going to just do this crazy thing. Like, especially with, like, clo- very close people, I'm like, okay, if I could spend, like what I feel like is a good amount of money on this gift, then that is, that is a good gift. And that's, probably, and that's not true. And that's not true. <clears throat> but, um, unless that person is into that, cause some people are into getting expensive gifts, I guess. But I don't know to me, unless that person is not capable, unless I am so rich that I can actually give that person something they cannot afford, then, (laughs) (laughs) then I would feel like, okay, this is an adequate gift. Yeah. But if I can buy you something that you could absolutely just get for yourself, then I'm not going to get it for you. It makes sense. Because that's not, I don't know. If I feel like if you're going to give someone a gift, you should be thoughtful about it because most people can get their own stuff. So poor people giving each other gifts Seems like it should be a thoughtful thing, but mm-hmm. if I'm rich and I have crazy money and I know that you need a new laptop and you cannot afford one, then I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get him a laptop. Right. But I ain't rich and I never will be. So. Yeah. I. I <clears throat> you know what I got for guess. my, for my birthday from you? What? A text message. No. Um, I don't think I got any gifts this year. Well, technically, my gift to you is John Mayer concert. Oh yeah, How <gasps> that's dare next you. month. How dare you? You are. A, Thank you, know you so much. Wow. That's such a good. That's a fantastic. <laughs> that's the best gift I've ever gotten. Literally. It was a. Little, I, it was late, so it doesn't feel like Extremely it was your late. birthday gift, but it technically is your birthday gift. I got a screenshot that said "Happy Birthday." Period. <laughs> It is your birthday. <laughs> it is your birthday, which oh. is truly the best moment. One of the best moments in the office. Yeah, no. Oh, um, so funny. It, that, that should be a good time. John Mayer. <clears throat> I, I feel that we happened. can. I feel that like we became friends over John Mayer. That is true. I feel like the first time that I recognized you as a human being, <laughs> like your own separate entity from like your parents, and like, oh, this is. Um, this is Jonathan's like older melodramatic little brother. Right. First time I became aware of you as a person was when you were playing, I think playing John Mayer songs on the guitar. And then you were like, do you know this song? Do you like this song? You should sing this one. And I was like, oh, wow, this kid really likes John Mayer. John Mayer is cool. He's great. Okay, I could talk about this. And then, um, and then I left no. California. And then the next time I came back, you came back, I was fully matured. Yeah, a year later. Refined. Oh, that, I feel like that was when you were getting very excited because you had gained weight. Yeah. You were very skinny. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I, first of all, I wish you would stop coming in this room to excitedly tell us that you gained weight. Because these are problems I want to have. <laughs> and I was really irritated because I was like, he was like, wow, I'm up to one... I don't know, 90-something or 80-something or whatever. And I was like, wow, congratulations. That's so great. I'm so very, very happy for you. I'm so very happy for you. You were really excited about that. And I was, it was weird. It was a, it was a. I feel like that was the first time I saw you express. Like you had expression. (laughs) I was like, oh, this person's a person. This person's a person. Wow, that is, (laughs) you and then, and then the next year, or maybe it was the year after, I honestly cannot remember. It all blends together. But then you were driving, and you insisted that I wear a seatbelt. Insisted. You would not even start the vehicle. 
Oh. Until was, I had put on a seatbelt. It was probably because I had, was fresh from like getting yeah, you pulled just got, over. No, you just gotten your like license. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't trying You're to like, like... just driving. Yeah. I'm like, no, seriously, can you, can you put your seatbelt on? I was like, relax. <laughs> now I have a car that screams at you when you don't put up. Yeah, so there's nothing you can do. Like, you must. Yeah. The, the car will... It's like not stop screaming. Right. But most cars are like that now. Yeah. Where they. I think that they're, they're, we're headed toward a time where like there will be like an elect, electric pulse that is sent into. Like a shock. Like a shock situation. Like the, the chair will just become an electric chair. <laughs> what if you don't gradually. But there's just some. Um, voltage just gradually getting like stronger and stronger. But eventually the, the beeping stop. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to die? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we can make that happen before you even have to drive this thing. Elon Musk is on it. We'll straight up kill you right here in this car. <laughs> the beeping stops eventually. Um, I think it does. I think it gives up and it's like, that's basically the moment where it says, well. <laughs> well, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's still a red light that's like flashing in front of my face. Does it start again? I've never, I've never, I've gotten to the point where it stops beeping. Yeah. But I've never driven long enough where I see if it starts up again. I'm honestly too nervous now to drive without a seatbelt. I, I don't understand how people can like be, con- I don't, I feel naked when I'm in a car without. Me too. Without, without. It, there was a time where I never, ever wore a seatbelt. And now like I can't imagine, I can't imagine not wearing one. It would be, yeah. It feels like something's not right. I mean, I'm I'm just like a very non-confrontational person, so I'm just not trying to like I I mean. So you, you know, don't tell people. I'm let me fly to the window, but please if, do not let me have to explain to a cop why I'm not wearing a <laughs> wearing a seatbelt. It's you not, would rather. It's not even to say. It's not even to save my own life. It's just to like <laughs> avoid having to explain why you're not wearing a seatbelt. No, um, I mean, obviously, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's um. oh my god okay we need um hey so to be honest we had to take a break and get some fan up in here because it is hot when i say it is hot my epidermis (laughs) is melting (laughs) it's 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 another level of hot out here so Um, i had we had to get some open windows and get some breeze we and we uh, fun fact we almost always actually i think Yes, every single time that we record this, it's at night. Every time, yes. Uh, and so, but right now in this room, it's probably approaching a cool little 400 degrees. I um, would say that's pretty pretty accurate. And so we are truly many times past the boiling point. <laughs> and we are, I, we cannot do this. No. And, uh, and 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 we're gonna um, now we have to fall questions. back on our crutch, which is just we're asking, just asking each other questions <laughs> because we are wholly unprepared to do this foolishness. Oh my gosh! I want to. You know, help. we're never gonna be prepared because that's not how we do. It is. I'm gonna die in this room. Yeah, it's. Uh, I know that for a fact. Okay, here we go. In what circumstances do you think it's okay to lie? Um. Lying is cool, guys. Do it all the time. Just kidding. You should. People lie all the time. People lie. Every... I think. All... Pe- I think people lie every day, all the time. I think people lie more than they realize they do. Yeah. They, you have not... to. It's not possible to exist in this modern society. But I think lying. And tell the truth. I think lying. I think we're kind of referring to the the type of lying that is. The more sort of Casual elementary, the, the more elementary, straight up, this, uh, like, I'm telling you something that is not true, that I know is not true, like, <laughs> the classic, I, I didn't break the vase situation. Remember Veggie Tales? It's good times. Oh, yeah. Good times. Um, um, of course, they, that, that was quite, a, that was, plate. he's very naughty. That's, that's quite, <laughs> that's, <laughs> what a, what a, what a visual. <laughs> He, the Some kid lied, and there was a, and then his lie turned into a giant weapon of mass destruction. And that's the tale I have to tell to you. His lie, his lie grew into this giant monster that was literally destroying the town. 
And people, I'm why, pretty sure we're if, dying. Why, <laughs> why is where you have to like add layers to it? You should have just told the truth from the beginning. I feel like lies have very little place in. I'm gonna cut this as well. Uh, no, I think this is a good time. I think this is a good. I think I think we've said good things here. Um. I think be honest as much as possible. <laughs> and that's that on that. <laughs> be honest as much as possible. Um, what would okay? I feel like the heat go. is causing us to die <laughs> slow death. I, I am actually starting <laughs> to have real problems. <laughs> I feel like we're becoming like inebriated by oh the heat. Help us. We're gonna start speaking in like half sentences, really soon. God. What would be? No, I'm reading it wrong. Oh boy. What would? <laughs> We're recording this in a sauna at this point. Exactly. <laughs> Might as well get some coals up in here. Really get it turned. Just maybe like a couple, literally I've lost like probably just like five percent of my body weight. A, a couple degrees more. We would actually be in a and all we did, and if we just got into like bathing suits, this could be a very like physically therapeutic situation. It could be, yeah. Where would we be? I'm wearing too many layers at this point, and <laughs> it's about to be a wrap on my brain. It's about to start <laughs> leaking through my ears. What would the best version of you be like? Um, a follow up question: What makes you dislike a person? Okay. Okay. Well. The first question. Mm-hmm. I think the best version of me, not mm-hmm. to get too personal. Let's get <laughs> let's get down in this. Um, probably just a, a version of me that is more free from anxieties. Yes. Miscellaneous fears. Yes. And um, that I think in and of itself would make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And a smidge. Of confidence. Just a just smidge. A, just, I mean, just a enough, dash. Enough for you not to turn into an alpha male. Just a dash. Just a... Just a dollop, if you will. Just a dash. <laughs> that, is the sound, that is the sound right there. Of peppering. <laughs> peppering the confidence in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, what about you? Um, a confidence. Confidence. Of some kind. I feel that... I feel I'm like getting closer to being the person that I'd like to be, but my uh, insecurities are like a choker <laughs> on my neck. <laughs> they stop me constantly. I mean, chokers are stylish. That's true. They are. Yeah. I mean, of course, ironically, you don't have the confidence to wear. A I do not. So. I would never do that. Never. <laughs> yeah. I don't like anything touching my neck, anyways. Yeah. But like. If I could just get past the stupid stuff that I've told myself is so ugly and terrible about myself, then I could be, I would be a much like calmer, happier person. In that same vein, because I think the, the other question was, what, what do I, what makes you not like a person? What makes you dislike a person? Um, in that same vein of like confidence and self-assuredness, I think that like for me personally, and, I, and everyone's different, but. I tend to connect with people who are not fully, like, how do I say this? People who are, it's not a confidence thing. It's not like I, I like to hang around people who ha- who lack confidence. <laughs> but it's like, I think what it is is like, there's like a certain level of self-assured or self-assuredness that becomes too much for me where it's like, okay, well, if you're not, if you're not trying to figure yourself out at all, and you give off the aura, whether or not you know it, of I. This is who I am. This is just who I am. Yeah. And that is kind of a social turnoff to me. Yeah. I, I feel true. like a little bit of like self, like being a little bit uh, unsure, a little a healthy bit of unsureness, un unassurity, unsure, whatever, whatever the term is. Yeah. Um, a, a healthy bit of that really, like, I feel like w- makes me feel comfortable with people. And when, when people, when people are like, I guess the, the, the opposite of that would be a cocky person. Yeah. So like to answer the question, yeah, like just people who are 
A little too self-assured. A little too self-assured, a little too cocky. Yeah. Um, I want nothing more than to get away from that person as yeah. fast as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I need, I need somebody... They don't have to hate themselves as much as I do. As much as I hate myself. I don't hate myself. Let me just clarify something. I don't... There's a lot about myself that I value, but there's also a lot that I do not like. And I think I focus too much on the stuff I don't like and put too much like too much weight on those things when they could just be something that I don't like, but they don't matter that much. Right. Or they or they might not be something that anyone else is noticing as something that's not good. Right. I've just decided to zone in on them. But anyways, I don't understand the human brain. Um, neither do I. I failed. You know what's actually brain super studies. interesting Just is the fact that my brain has not fully collapsed inside of my skull right now. Uh, it's it is. I'm so hot. I don't think people can hear it. Like, we're (laughs) literally just, like, melting away. Last night, I really did not think I was going to ever fall asleep. Because I was like, it is too hot to be alive. Did you have a hoodie on? Of course not. Do you think I want to die? I mean, you're... I don't know. I I don't know if you wanted to break the brand. Um, But I feel that that we should should wrap this up. Because we... We might not even see the morning. <laughs> we might not see the morning. And if we could, if we could, if we could, if we could end this, you know, at least, all... at least, if someone finds it, it's a complete podcast. Yeah, you're right. So as we waste away, as we turn into a pile of liquid on the floor, <laughs> we just want to wish you the best of whatever life you're having. I hope it's a good one. I'm flying high. Falling for nobody else but you You caught my eye And I've got a feeling I'm falling Show me the ring and I'll jump right through I used to